Is now the right time to buy low on Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes? And can you even really buy low at Mahomes? All that more in this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuke. You can check her out on Twitter at Kate Majuk. You can also check her out at Pro Football Focus and Behind the Steel Curtain. Kate, on today's show, we're going to be breaking down some players that you need to trade for right now as we get into championship weekend in your dynasty leagues, plus guys that obviously have some long-term value. I want to start with Patrick Mahomes because you and I were discussing him pre-show. Is now the, the right time to go out and buy Patrick Mahomes? Let's let's talk about this, Marcus, because I, you know, my goal here uh, in looking at the the topic for this show, I want to set y'all up for the week, right? Like I want you guys to take home a dynasty fantasy football championship. And I really do think that after the month that Patrick Mahomes has had that very, I mean, this has been an unfortunate year. Like, let's just call a spade a spade. It has been a very unfortunate year for Patrick Mahomes for a number of reasons. And obviously a big time part of that has been the receiving core there. And it's really hard to, uh, you know, kind of conceptualize trading for a passer that has these unreliable options. Like there is no quarterback in the league that has had more dropped passes than Patrick Mahomes this year. And you'll look at who he's throwing to it, You know, like obviously you have Travis Kelsey, you have Rashi Rice, but like Patrick Mahomes, he's the guy that spins the ball around. Like he, he disperses these targets throughout the field. And when the rest of that depth looks like a Justin Watson who can make a big play from time to time, but he's not that every down guy. You've got Marquez Valdez Scantling, not an every down guy. There just aren't a lot of reliable depth pieces there. Even though I do think their two top receiving weapons are really talented. Now you're probably not feeling great about trusting Patrick Mahomes under those circumstances. He's been a QB 15 or worse in five of the past six weeks. So Take that, take that nugget, write it down because I want you to spin that uh, in a way that makes him an easy target. Cause I think he's going to win you a fantasy football championship here in 2023. You've got a week 17 matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now as a Steelers fan, I've really enjoyed our matchups against the Cincinnati Bengals because sure. you know what? Their defense has absolutely struggled this year. They're without DJ Reader for the entirety of the, the rest of the season. He is dealing with quad injury. Cam Taylor Britt, his status is kind of TBD, but I mean, generally, this this entire off or this entire defense has struggled. Uh since week 10, the Bengals have allowed a league high 2,110 passing yards, ranking top eight and passer rating, explosive plays, fantasy points per game to quarterbacks like this is a home game for Kansas City you know that this is a 
must win game. And I do think that this is going to be a matchup that makes this offense look a whole much, a whole lot better, even if it's maybe due more to the fact that the Bengals defense isn't all that great. But I think this is going to set Patrick Mahomes up for what might be his highest scoring game of the season in your fantasy football championships. I'm all in on trading for Patrick Mahomes. And Marcus, we look at the dynasty value right now, heading in uh, to the month of, of December, still QB one in dynasty startup rankings. I have to imagine after the month of December that we've seen his values decreased just even a little bit. Yeah, probably. I, I do want to mention this is a, you mentioned it's a must win game for Kansas city. It really is because if they would happen to lose this game, then all of a sudden they could potentially not win the AFC. They West. could lose the division to either the Denver brought, like, let's just, let's talk about that first. Like this is a, a, uh, an offense that, I mean, like it, this is not a defensive problem for the, the chiefs. Imagine if it really truly is on the Chiefs offense that you lose yes. the AFC West for the first time in I think eight years to it could it could be the the Las Vegas Raiders. I like, know. no, this this offense in particular, this is on them. And like it is on them to take full advantage of this this Bengals defense. And again, I think this is the the time we see maybe Patrick Mahomes' first top five game in in what eight weeks, nine weeks, maybe like maybe longer. I will say, I will say the Bengals have historically played Patrick Mahomes really well. I don't know what it is about Lou Amaretto's defense that gets them to play really well. Uh, that's the only thing that makes me a little bit hesitant. Also, the price. Um, I, I just don't know what you can give up to get Patrick Mahomes. Like, I'm looking at some deals right now. There's one Joe Burrow and Saquon Barkley from Mahomes. I would probably do that if I was the Joe Burrow owner. Uh, but would you do like Joe Burrow? Oh, sorry, would you do like Justin Herbert and a first round pick for Mahomes? I probably. I it's just I would, how much 100%. How, how much are you willing to give up to go get Mahomes? And here's the thing, Marcus. If you are in the position where you are making these trades right now, you're probably in the position where you're shooting for the 112. You are hoping yeah. that that first oh, round pick is going to be the last one of that rookie draft. I'm seeing a lot of trades right now, Patrick Mahomes. And uh, granted, there have not been a ton of Patrick Mahomes been. trades. No. There hasn't been, uh, according to Dynasty League Football, there hasn't been a, a Patrick Mahomes trade in the last two weeks. And again, I have to, I have to wonder if that's because the market is just it's kind of like a standstill. We talked about with Bijan, yep. right? Like the market can be sometimes at a standstill, break open the market. Um, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Justin or Patrick Mahomes for Justin Herbert and Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. I mean, I'll do that all day. Obviously. Patrick Mahomes uh, for Trevor Lawrence and Kendra Miller. I mean, all day. Obviously. Yeah. Now Mahomes the, the for Joe Burrow and two second round picks. Give me Mahomes. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, just because I don't think there's, I think there's a pretty big gap between Mahomes and Burrow, anyways. The the hard one for me would be like Justin Herbert, who is being drafted as QB six. Like, would you give up multiple first round picks and Justin Herbert to go get Mahomes? Because first of all, obviously Herbert's not helping you because he's on the injured reserve list. That's where it gets a little bit tricky, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine being aggressive for Mahomes. His ADP right now is 33 overall. This is the lowest his ADP has been in months. So I think this is probably a good time 
to go out and get him. And you're right. This Bengals defense is an abomination. I just, I, I am a little bit spooked because of how well they've played Mahomes in previous years, but this is a must win game for Kansas city. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to want to have a big bounce back game after playing so poorly against the Raiders. So now, okay, I'm on your side. Give me your thoughts here. What if you go out uh, ahead of week 17 and you make the mother of all mother trades, Patrick Mahomes, and you get his number one receiving option, Rashi Rice. Tell me how you feel about that. Cause I Rashi mean, Rice. To, to me, that's the deal. I want Rashi Rice probably more than I want Patrick Mahomes. He's being drafted as it was a wide receiver 26, I believe, or right around Is there. Winner. Is he a league winner? Yeah, I think so. 22 years old, catching passes from Patrick Mahomes for the foreseeable future, heading into this month, wide receiver 26 on Dynasty League football. Um, You know, that I I don't think you can get much better value than that. Um, Just developing quickly. He is a a rising superstar in this league. And yeah, I, I think that Again, with this schedule, uh, with these opportunities that the Chiefs have end of season, let's even say that uh, you've got a a week 18 fantasy football championship or you've got a um, maybe like a, a two week window. It, guess what? Weeks or week 18, they get the Chargers, which and again, that they're probably going to have to win, even if it's not for the division, but for seeding, like because they're going to yes. want to try to be the two seed or the three. I mean, probably the two seed. Uh, there's also a lot of dynasty leagues that are just total points through all 18 mm-hmm. weeks. Another reason to go out and try to get Patrick Mahomes and Rashi Rice. Okay, let's move on to a running back that I'm targeting in my dynasty leagues as we speak. Uh, we will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so that you know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Takes the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem promo code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. We want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Kate, I want to talk about a running back that I'm trying to trade for, and that's James Cook, who is being drafted right now going into the month of December as RB24. I I don't get why he's that low. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, I I value him as a top 15 uh, dynasty running back. And going into week 17, I think he's a top 10 running back with the Bills playing the Patriots. Tell me the reasons I shouldn't go out and try to aggressively tr- trade for James Cook right now. 
I don't know that you can find many, Marcus. Like, it, since Ken Dorsey has been out in this offense, this has been the James Cook show. And I mean, like, they have James Cook, he's really given you absolutely no reason to keep, uh, to, to not continue feeding him. I mean, 20 plus touches in four out of the last five games, 15 plus touches in all five of those games. Um, I, I mean, Last week, uh, week 16 was the first time James Cook hadn't exceeded 100 plus scrimmage yards, uh, it, dating back to a, I don't know the last six weeks. Like, this has been an absolute tear for him, so explosive. And you know, I, I think the the Bills at the Chargers that was kind of a, a weird game, like, just a, a very weird game in general. I don't, I don't think I expected James Cook to come out there and average 3.5 yards per carry against this defense two fumbles in this game. Uh, like the, it, it was a kind of surprising defensive effort from the, the LA chargers, uh, kind of surprising offensive effort. I just, I didn't expect that game to be nearly as, as close as it was. And I think that the, the general trajectory for James Cook Outside of those circumstances, you love it. Now, my only question is, Marcus, if you're in a win-now window and this is your must-win game, you're in championship week, how confident do you feel starting James Cook against the New England Patriots, who have been a really challenging uh, opposing defense for uh, the running back position this year? As, as messy as this team has been, their one strength has continued to be in, in covering the run. Like, it, Do you feel like you can trust James Cook because, again, we need him to be our league winner here. Yeah, I mean, because outside of Christian McCaffrey, what other running back can you trust week to week? I mean, even like somebody like Bijan, who is our RB1, he just had a game with, was it, seven carries for 11 yards. Travis Etienne has been incredibly inefficient. Brees Hall comes and goes. Tony Pollard has been a disappointment. Yeah, I, I his, he's just so locked and loaded into a role that's going to produce fantasy points. He's in a good offense. And then, by the way, I'm going to keep mentioning motivations going into week 17. The Bills have to win this game, really, in order to make the playoffs. They, they have to win because they play Miami in week 18. The last thing they want to do is have that game be the deciding factor whether they make the playoffs or not. I, I fully expect the Bills to lean heavily on their superstars on offense to win so, yeah, even if it's not super efficient, I expect James Cook to get 17, 18 touches and to be a very productive fantasy running back in the playoffs and the championship. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at, again, since week 11 has been a uh, top 12 running back in four out of five games. Uh, like, again, the only only kind of struggle last week was – uh, that that RB 42 finish um, in, in week 16 against that Chargers defense. But again, just kind of a kind of a weird game. The the two fumbles, I like I'm hoping that the Buffalo Bills offense doesn't come out and and kind of hold that against him. I know when Ken Dorsey was uh, there coaching, we, we saw a little bit of that. Um, I don't know, some of those microaggressions, keeping yeah. them on the bench yeah, after those sure. fumbles. Hopefully, you know, maybe they work on some, some extra ball security drills. They, and they have to keep him on the field because I mean, frankly, he's been their best offensive weapon, not named Josh Allen. I think Stefan Diggs, I thought I saw the number today since week six, he's averaging 50 receiving yards per game. He has not gone over 90 yards since week six. James, and Cook Marcus, really, we talked about that panic yeah. on, uh, a couple of panic meter Mondays. Um, just 
he has been one of the most unreliable and disappointing fantasy assets in yes. the second half of the season. But I do think it's because they have found so much of a rhythm. And I do think that that's been key outside of James Cook's own turnovers. I do think it's been very helpful for Josh Allen to not necessarily have to play hero ball each and every down. And I think that that's James Cook, I think could be a monstrous asset yes. for Josh Allen in terms of his development as a quarterback and in learning when to make these, these hero plays, these throws mm -hmm. he shouldn't make because it, I mean, you see it like this offense is clicking. This offense has been more secure with the ball with James cook kind of leading the charge. And, and I think that's been only a good thing now, not such a good thing for some of their other dynasty assets, no. like Stefan Diggs, like Dalton Kincaid, it's been a struggle, but I do think that the the one stable force here is James Cook in this offense. Uh, just to show how aggressive I'm willing to be to go give him. Obviously, I'm I'm willing to give up a first round pick because, as you mentioned, if you're in a 12 team league, that pick is probably going to be pick 11 or 12. So that obviously that has value, but not as much value. But I'm willing to go first round pick and a second round pick and somebody else because I think he's going to help you win this week. And you just look at like. The future here. Gabe Davis is a free agent after the year. I don't expect him to be back. James Cook has two years still remaining on his deal. Uh, this is the, the best he's played of his career. I don't envision the Bills with all of their other needs, especially on defense, using a high draft pick to go out and grab somebody to pair him with. Maybe they bring in a, uh, I mean, just Joe Schmo running back to take some workload off of him. But I think this is somebody who not only helps you win in week 17 and week 18, but also is going to be the reason why you're back in the playoffs again in 2024 and 2025. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so Patrick Mahomes, Rashi Rice, James Cook, three guys that we're targeting. But the final player, Kate, that we're going to mention on this show is actually the player that I am the most excited about and the most aggressive targeting in my dynasty leagues we will get to him next this episode is brought to you by prize picks prize picks is the most fun that i've ever had playing daily fantasy sports it's absolutely incredible it is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in north america it is the easiest and most exciting way to play dfs because it's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players including pros and sharks all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. There are so many different players and stat projections to choose from. It's absolutely incredible. Plus, PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL and use promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, Everydayers. On tomorrow's show, Kate and I are going to take a look at this uh, fantastic 2022 
quarterback class, actually not really, where there's only two current starters from that class, Brock Purdy and Bailey Zappi. We will get into that. We'll talk about who is QB2 in this class, whether there's any of these guys you should be rostering outside of Purdy, so make sure you tune in for that. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about Debo Samuel here. I-, I was shocked to learn that Debo Samuel is being drafted as wide receiver 24. He's been on an absolute tear over the last two months. And I think this is the week that he could win you your dynasty championship. They play the Washington commanders who uh, have allowed the most points per game in the NFL, whose secondary is absolutely atrocious. And there's a good chance, Kate, that Debo Samuel could have his dynasty value go way up after this, uh, this uh, year. I, I'm all in on Debo Samuel right now. Debo Samuel has been playing absolutely out of his mind. And it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I feel like there hasn't been a whole ton of separation. Like, obviously, Brandon Ayuk has been, like, statistically one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Debo Samuel been better for fantasy. And he's right up there with Brandon Ayuk, uh, tied for the 12th highest uh, yards per reception, 15.7 yards per reception. Leads the league nine yards after the catch per reception. That is maniacal. Uh, Ranks 11th among wide receivers, 2.37 yards per route run, 11th in passer rating when targeted. He is just one of two wide receivers with 20 or more misforced tackles after the catch, helping, you know, contribute to that nine yards after the catch per reception. Uh, This has been like a stellar year for Debo Samuel and, Marcus, you talk about the the opportunity here up against that Washington Commanders defense. I don't know that they're playing defense. I, <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I mean, from all angles, Marcus, you look at this team. They have no pass rush. They they traded away Chase Young. They they traded away Montez Sweat. Like this is not, uh, you know, these quarterbacks are are throwing from a clean pocket. The Washington Commanders uh-huh. allowing the second most fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers. Um, Debo Samuel might just eat the secondary alive. And I do think from a consistency standpoint, you look at the production this year in terms of PPR scoring, Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver 14, Debo Samuel, wide receiver 15. But again, that that generally comes from the fact that Debo Samuel missed some time due to injury in the last month and a half. It's really been Debo Samuel that's that's been cutting it up uh, a top 12 wide receiver in four of the last five weeks he's he's kind of on a hot streak and I do think that he's going to need to be a big part of this conversation if the the 49ers want to bounce back in a really big statement game over the commanders after being embarrassed in prime time against the the Ravens like feed Debo Samuel like this this defense is going to yep, put you in a prime gonna- position yeah, and also I'm looking long term at Debo Samuel. Now he's 27 years old, so it's I mean he's not old, but he's also not super young either. You look at the Brandon Ayuk situation. He's going into it would be the fifth year option in 2024. I'm going to assume that he's going to play on the fifth year option. I know the 49ers would love to lock him up, but I also wouldn't be surprised if this is an opportunity for John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan to try to trade him for a king's ransom. Now we saw them do this with. DeForest Buckner a few years ago, an outstanding player. They traded him for a first-round pick, saved a bunch of money. Uh, they used that pick to draft Javon Kinlaw, which didn't really work out. But it, they probably don't have the ability to pay 
Christian McCaffrey, top running back money. Debo Samuel, top receiver money. George Kittle, top tight end money. Trent Williams, top left tackle money. And then all the guys they have on defense, including Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. So I think there's an outside chance that he gets traded this offseason. I think there's a much better chance that he's just gone after the 2024 season, which just opens up even more opportunities for Debo Samuel, who doesn't even need more opportunities because when he's healthy, he's performing like a top five uh, wide receiver in fantasy. So I'm buying him now because of the matchup. I'm buying him because of the long-term potential and I'm buying him because there's is a chance he could get even more work down the road. Yeah. I, I really like this a lot. And I, I mean, again, you, you kind of made that caveat when healthy and, you know, you look at the, the total scoring and, you know, yes, he falls one spot behind Brandon Ayuk in that race. But again, miss some time due to injury, but the points per game are bonkers. Like what he can like, do. It, he's also one of these spike week guys. Okay. Like any week he can win you your league because it's 165 yards and three touchdowns or 185 all purpose yards because of what he can do on the ground. I, he's just somebody that I want on my team. And the fact that I don't have to pay top 20 wide receiver prices to get him is absolutely insane to me. I I, I think it's crazy. Yeah, I, I think absolutely could be a league winner in 2023 and moving forward. I love it. Do you want to go through a couple quick uh, Debo Samuel trades just to show you where his market's at? Yes, because please. I, I was shocked when I saw some of these trades. So I'll, I'll go through them really quickly. Debo Samuel. For a 2024 first round pick, Debo. I mean, what are we doing here? Okay, like this is it's easy. Debo Samuels for Nico Collins. Like I'll do, I'll take Debo all day over Nico. Uh, yeah, Debo. Okay, Debo for Zay Flowers. Debo. Uh, Debo for Jackson Smith and Jigba and a 2024 first round pick. That's a little harder, but if that I'm going to win now, window, I'll take Debo. The win now is is really the question. If you're in a rebuild uh, or or you're out of playoff contention, I'll hold on to Jackson Smith and Jigba. But yeah, if I'm if I'm in my championship week, a hundred percent, I'll take Debo. And here here's a perfect example of you are in a win now window. What you could give up and get them. Tank Dell for a twenty and a twenty twenty four third round pick for Debo Samuel. Like if I'm in a champion, if I'm in my championship game, or even if I'm in my consolation bracket, right? And there's you know some some decent money on the line for third place. Do that. I, I'm willing to do that all day for Debo Samuel. Yeah, I full full steam ahead for Debo. Yeah. All right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen of the day. Again, every day, we're going to be back tomorrow talking about that epic 2022 quarterback class. Make sure you tune in for that. Go follow our show on YouTube. We post videos every single day over there. Uh, we are free and available on all podcast platforms as well. Go follow Kate on Twitter at Kate Maju. Go check out her work at Pro Football Focus and Behind the Steel Curtain. I'm at Mar uh, Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you right back here tomorrow.